Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey guys, welcome to this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'm just gonna jump right into this episode. So as you can probably tell from the title, we're gonna go into my journey with veganism, featuring my eating disorder, how those two sort of um, intertwined, how they interacted with each other. And uh, I'm sharing this because I know it's something that I've heard from quite a few clients that it's it's common to slip into plant-based or veganism as sort of like a disguise for your eating disorder or you you go into it for really good intentions but it turns sour or kind of goes astray a little bit. So I figured that some of you guys listening might relate to this and it might just be interesting to hear my side of it, like how it all played out for me. So disclaimer is, to start off by saying, I'm definitely not bashing veganism at all in this episode. For anyone who's already like, oh my gosh, she's just going to bash it. <laughs> definitely not. I actually think it's absolutely an amazing choice and thing to do for the environment, for the animals, for your health. Um, I was actually saying to my boyfriend the other day, like a week ago or something, I was like, if you could hypothetically wipe the slate clean or sort of like design your personality or who you are what were what would be things that you would love to be able to do or like be and one of the things I said was I would love to have been born to this world sort of like from the very start been vegan so there was no part of me that would ever miss the things or the dishes about being non-vegan so anyway I think it's just the coolest thing and um I'll share where I'm at now with it at the very end. But also something else I want to say is to note the difference between obviously plant-based and veganism, two different things. Plant-based is just the diet is absent of animal products and then veganism is the whole the whole shebang. It's no animal products anywhere. So in your clothes, in your furniture, in your food, in your beauty products, it's it's really coming from the side of um, the ethics for the animals. So I went full vegan for a few years. So I'll share that in a bit. But yeah, I'm going to use the word vegan throughout. Um, but you'll see that things went a bit astray with that. So yeah, let's get into this. Where do we start? Well, before I ever went vegan... Uh, up until the age of, so I think I went vegan when I was like 20 or something. So up until then, I was full on just the typical sort of Western diet, meat eater, everyone in my family. I didn't know a single vegan. I had a few vegetarian friends, mainly um, Indian friends, so sort of a cultural thing. Yeah, I don't think I had any white friends who were vegetarians. So really didn't have that surrounding me at all. I didn't have any examples of it, any role models. I was just the typical person who 
was just like, oh my God, I don't know how the hell they do that. They're crazy. They're hippies. Um, just all the, the normal nonsense that's sort of been fed to us from TV and media and all these things that sort of just puts down vegans. Sadly, I think it's just like so lame how we make fun of vegans because they're doing such an awesome thing for everyone involved, all parties involved, the environment, animals themselves, everything. So complete meat eater. Had never thought I would ever even go vegetarian. I actually remember my one of my best friends growing up, she is Indian and on Mondays her household would go vegetarian. And I even then I was just like, oh my god, I don't know how she does it. <laughs> like one day of being vegetarian was crazy to me. So fast forward to being 20 years old. By this point, I had been struggling with food in my body for two and a half years, maybe three years by that point. And basically, um, so by this point, I had been heavily binging for quite some time. And I was actually on a gap year, sort of. So I'd, I'd gone to university in London to study Chinese. And then we did this exchange year in Beijing. And partway through that, I quit the course. I quit university. I didn't like the course. I liked it, but I didn't want to do it for four years, basically. So in between that half year and then the next, like, next academic year starting, I had to reapply to universities. And um, so in that time, I was in Hong Kong alone in a flat that my family, like, we used to live in when we lived there. So I'm all alone, which is just a recipe for disaster for binge eating, as some of you guys might know. It's just so much more difficult when you're on your own in that struggle, mainly because I just had no one keeping me accountable or sort of like no sense of shame almost because no one saw me binging, except obviously the, the takeaway guy who came to my house all the time. But anyway, so I'm really struggling. I really remember this time because it was so lonely. I felt so trapped. Like you might've heard me say this before, but I had a calendar next to my bed and each day I would either put a green tick if I had no binge or a red cross if I had a binge. And I, I have a visual in my head right now. Like I remember lying in bed looking over at that and there were like five red crosses in a row and then there'd be like two greens and then another three red crosses. And it was just, it was majority red crosses. And I felt like so out of control and I was struggling with my weight so much. I um, just was really unhappy with my body. And then I decided, I think I decided one day, maybe you've heard me tell the story, right? Of where I was binging on a whole bag of cookie dough for like the fifth day in a row. And at 11 p.m. I'm running up some path, up some road in the middle of the night, like 11 p.m. It's hot, it's humid in Hong Kong. I'm sweating and I'm like rock bottom moment, just lying on the path, feeling like I'm about to puke because I have like 24 cookies in my stomach looking at the sky and I'm just like what the hell is going on like this is not how it's supposed to be so I think it was probably around then when I decided something drastic has to happen I need to change something about what I'm eating and of course being so trapped in that cycle plus having such a strong desire for weight loss I was so blind to the fact that I just needed to lift all these restrictions and sort out my mental health as well, my emotional health. 
very blind to that. So of course I Google detox in Hong Kong and I find a detox center. Um, it was like a small one woman run place with an assistant and she was really lovely, like very well intentioned. She was seemingly just like very interested in nutrition and health. So I go to her office and I tell her my whole story. I don't actually think I ever really told her fully about the binging because I was so ashamed of it. And I just thought people would be like, what the hell? So I just told her I was really struggling with food, with my weight. I wanted to lose weight. So she put me on this detox program and I go full in like because of the novelty and this rock bottom moment. I was like, I'm doing this. So I did it for probably about three or four weeks, hardcore. They kind of, what they do is they, they put you at like the most hardcore at the start. And then over the weeks, they take you down to like the next tier when you open up some of the things you're allowed to eat and then the next tier. So probably like four weeks in, I had been sticking to it. I even remember going to a theme park with a bunch of friends. And everyone stopped for lunch for Mac- to have McDonald's. And I literally, I think I brought a lunch or maybe I got something from McDonald's. Actually, yeah, I think it was from McDonald's. A salad from McDonald's, which was the saddest, most bland thing ever. And I remember feeling so proud of myself that I did that. Anyway, so I'm feeling amazing about myself. I've lost a decent amount of weight by that point. But more than the weight, I just felt like, yes, I finally cracked the code. Like, this is going seamlessly. It's so doable. I didn't even feel that, like, restricted because I guess the novelty, I was just, like, so committed. I was like, yep, cracked the code. This is easy. I'm finally going to get my life back. And now I'm even healthier. Like, this is amazing. And I, I, I truly did feel really healthy and happy. Like, I, was, I felt on top of the world, weight loss aside just physically, like my skin was glowing, my hair seemed shinier, I had more energy, I was more excited to exercise, everything just felt a lot better. It was the best I felt in ages. So eventually I realized I had just been full vegan for four weeks with like also very whole foods vegan, so very little processed food. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) that's crazy. That's crazy. I just did four weeks vegan or plant-based and I was like, this is amazing. Like maybe this is, this is the answer. Like maybe I should just become more vegan just full time and not stop this detox, just make this my life. So over time, over probably a few, I'd say like a few months, I started reading more about it. I really lent into it. I was watching videos, documentaries, YouTubers, doctors on YouTube, books, everything. Like I went proper, proper plant-based first. And then as you keep watching the documentaries, you're like, wait a second, I need to go vegan. I The ethical side of this, like I can't escape it. Like I have to do this. So I was full in. Um, I was even converting people like to this day my sister is still vegan because of me a bunch of friends are mostly vegan or mostly uh, mostly plant-based or completely vegetarian because of me which is I'm proud of that I feel like I'm an influencer in that sense (laughs) so I went full in and I tried all the different types of veganism so 
the detox veganism that I did or plant-based diet was very, it was very like, what's the word? Privileged. There were, there were a lot of superfoods, superfoods involved and like these like unknown foods I'd never heard about. So I was like, okay, let me try other types of veganism because that was expensive and um, not very accessible. So I like, from the YouTubers, I was looking at like, oh, who has the best physique? Who looks healthiest? I'll try what they're doing. So I'm listening to all these different YouTubers doing like high carb, low fat. If you guys have been in the scene, you probably know some of those people like, it was must have been about yeah, about nine, eight, nine years ago at this point, it was like that whole scene where there was Durian Ryder and Freely, the banana girl. If anyone knows, if you know, you know. Um, I was like listening to all those people, that whole crew who like went to the Thai fruit festival. <laughs> oh my God. I was like invested in all, even all of their drama, like the vegan community, all the drama, like all the different factions and everything. Before we go on, I wanted to jump in quickly and let you know about something that could really, really help you out. So if you've been loving these episodes and all of the tips and it's been really helpful, but you need a bit more structure, then I'd love to invite you into one of my two signature courses. We've got the OG, the 30-day reboot. This is an online course that you can literally start today. I share the exact method that hundreds of women have already gone through to stop binge eating and feel quote unquote normal with food again. So if you're so done with being stuck in this binge diet cycle, if you're so ready to kick binge eating out of your life and return to that relaxed, confident, happy version of you that you know is in there deep down, then this course is literally made for you. At 99 pounds, it's literally as much as I used to spend on a few binge takeouts in a few weeks. So trust me, it will pay itself back in no time. It is eye-opening and life-changing as one past alumni put it. We've also got the Empowering Body Love Academy over 10 modules in a self-paced online format as well. You'll go from hating your body, scrutinizing it in the mirror, body checking, fearing weight gain, to completely detaching your self-worth from your body shape or size, to finally feeling like you can accept and appreciate your body for all of it does, finally freeing up mental space for bigger, better things in life. This gem is £249 or get it in three monthly installments at £99 a month. So if you are ready to shine to reach your highest potential, just scroll down to the show notes to join the 30 Day Reboot or Body Love Academy today. All right, let's get back into today's episode. So I tried all the different variations. I even went full raw vegan. That was tough. Um, I was convinced it was like the way. And I even remember at one point, way further down the line when things got really bad again, I remember being at my dad's place in Switzerland while he was at work. I was just binge watching different YouTubers. And I remember particularly people who had like done juice fasts or like fruitarian just only living on fruits. And I was like, oh my God, look, they lost like a hundred pounds in two months from doing this. Maybe I should do this. So I was basically just like hopping on all these different trends. And basically it was, it was for most of the time aesthetic based. I was like, 
I wasn't looking for who's actually the healthiest with their their nutrition, their cholesterol, their mental health. I was just looking at who looks the best, the quote-unquote healthiest, i.e. most toned and slim. So went raw vegan, went fruitarian, tried all the superfoods for many, many months, different phases. I would literally be living on three smoothies a day. Like that was my go-to if whenever things were out of control, when my weight was soaring upwards, I was like, okay, right, we're back to the three smoothies a day. That's what we're going to do. Because that was what the strictest level was of that initial detox. It was like three smoothies a day with all these different things in it, protein and green powders and fruit and stuff. And because it felt so good the first time, I was like, I was always like, okay, I'll just go back to that because it worked. But it never worked the same after. I think for a variety of reasons, like the, the novelty was completely gone. So I felt much more mentally restricted. Um, again, I, I just was on that rock bottom moment where I, I, I could commit to such physical restriction for long periods of time. And probably my body as well, like I had really fucked up my metabolism by this point. So my body was probably like, and yeah, like three smoothies. Okay, well now your metabolism metabolism is way slower and we're not gonna help you lose weight basically because you're fucking with us. So anyway, that's like, that's like a high level of my experience. But let me go into more detail over different periods. So, so at first, as I said, it made things really great. Then I went to university. Um, wait, so backtrack. So when I did that detox, I felt really great. It got me out of this funk, right? That rock bottom. I was on a high, feeling super hot, feeling amazing. Then, and so I actually wasn't binging this this whole time, that whole summer, just for, for let's say like four months, no binging. I just felt like great again, like amazing. Lost a bunch of weight back to... I was, I was back to like my pre-binging ever start, like my pre-eating disorder weight, even before things so slowly had crept on in high school. But anyway, going off on a tangent. So it felt really great. I felt like I even had this passion and purpose now with like this health kick and being vegan and learning all these things about that community. I even had an Instagram account, <laughs> which got pretty big actually at one point. But then... I I fell into this trap of okay but just just lose like one more kilo just just one more maybe we can just get a bit lower or like maybe three kilos below our ideal weight so then if you know for whatever reason we gain a few kilos we're still back at an acceptable weight like our goal weight anyway so yeah I basically had like really bad body dysmorphia at that point and just got really sucked into the spiral of like but just keep going. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. So I was on the three smoothies a day. I went to university the second time round in London and I really tried to keep up this whole plan. But obviously, you know, you're in freshers, you're drinking, you're going out more. And in general, I just, my body couldn't do it anymore. So I, I started binging again and I gained weight really fast um, in like a month, probably like six or seven kilos just like very easily just came on I, I remember at that point I was trying to still binge on vegan things so I was binging on if anyone knows I don't know what it's like in other countries but in the UK you can get these like tubs of nut butter 
from health stores or even in the supermarket, I think it's like a kilo or something of nut butter. I would go through that in days. I would dip apples into it or like dates. A lot of calories. <laughs> That's a lot. So my weight naturally just went up super fast, especially after such a period of restriction. And then I started binging on things that weren't vegan, things like pizza and um, takeaways probably at that time, probably too. And I felt such guilt. I felt like it was this dark secret. I felt like a fraud after trying to convert like everyone in my family, like shaming my brothers for not caring about the animals and everything. I felt like such a fraud, especially even as my, in my friend group, I was like the healthy one. And so, and then I obviously felt this, this, this like difficult feeling of, oh my God, I've just gained a ton of weight after I came to uni feeling like on such a high, I felt like all the guys were so into me and I was the healthy one. And then suddenly, what are people, what must they be thinking of me? This healthy girl has suddenly gained like visible weight in, in the matter of a month. Like what's going on? And I kept trying to go back to that detox, but as I said, I just never had the same results again. And so I really tried to hold on. For that first year of uni, I was in this constant up and down oscillation of extreme restriction, the three smoothies a day thing, versus eating tons of calories, binging on nut butter, hummus, nut bars, dates. But then also the non-vegan things started to slide in too, and things were starting to really get not, not good. Worst adjective description ever. But I even remember at this point, I was now convincing myself I needed to go for colonics after binges to just get it out of my body and then start from scratch and start again. And of course, then I would go home after the colonic and just like try to restrict and then binge the next day because I've almost justified it. Like, oh, well, I got rid of the other one and I'm empty anyway. It was a bad place. And so eventually I started shedding this identity as a vegan, as plant-based, because most of the calories now I was eating would be during my binges, which at this stage were just not vegan at all anymore. And as I said, like I converted my sister, who's still vegan to this day, and I felt like, I felt bad because I was like, oh, I kind of like let her down. Like we couldn't talk about veganism anymore. Or if I did, I kind of seemed less interested because I felt like I didn't have the right to be interested in it anymore because I, I wasn't eating, acting in alignment with it anymore. Yeah, it just, it felt, it felt really awkward and embarrassing. And then when I'd go to family dinners with like my brothers or someone I hadn't seen in a while, They'd be like, oh, you're not, you're not vegan anymore? Like, oh, welcome to the, like, dark side or whatever. Like, welcome back. And I just feel like, oh, I just, I wanted to stand up for myself. But then I, at the time, I didn't even understand, like, why, what was happening, why I couldn't stick to it. And yeah, it just didn't feel great. And then fast forward many years, probably, probably about four years later, I met my now boyfriend, we've been together for like three years, and at that time I was telling myself I was like 70% vegan, let's say, 
plant-based actually so at this time I would say I was not fo- I was plant-based I had dropped the, the ethical and environmental side of being vegan um because because I knew I wasn't 100% so I felt like it was still fraudulent to just add the label of like vegan it's like disrespectful so I was about 70% plant-based and my binging by now had tamed up, calmed down a little bit because I found this stability in having a full-time job and things were sort of sort of working out a little bit better. But anyway, now I meet my boyfriend, Luca, and he's completely just like meat eater, grew up Italian, so cheese, meat, whatever. And when I'd eat with him, I'd break my rules. I'd, that would be like my 30%, my non-vegan time, I'd, non-plant-based time I'd be with, spend with him. But then over time, as we started spending more time together, four nights a week, weekends, entire weekends, I'd be eating a lot of my meals with him. So naturally, I just started like going with the flow a bit more and eating more of the meals he'd eat or we would want to eat together. And I started just like let go a little bit more with my rules and even shed the identity even more, just like stop even talking about the concept of plant-based or veganism. And at the time, it kind of started to dawn on me. I think it was actually months later when I looked back, but it was healthier at that time for me to not, to stop trying to be plant-based and vegan for a while and to just eat quote unquote normal for me. And what I mean by that is go back to how I used to eat in childhood before any of this food issue stuff started. Like just, just go back to what it used to be like when it was easy and eat the foods I I used to love, like let that all be, pasta dishes, bolognese, like chili con carne, like all these things, curries, and feel no mental restriction or physical restriction. And when I say that, I'm not saying that veganism is those things. I'm saying that it can be when you're in an eating disorder space already, and then you dive into veganism. It's very easy for you to overlook or even turn a blind eye to not giving yourself enough calories when you're vegan because most of the foods are um, more high volume so you can have a big bowl of fruits and veggies which is much less calories than some meat dish which has like animal fat on it which is higher calories so you have this big bowl of food and you tell yourself it's enough but it's not enough and I definitely fell into that a lot in veganism even though I knew it. I'd done all my research, like read so many health books about it, heard everyone tell you the things you need to look out for, like you need to eat more food. I knew all that, but I still sort of like turned a blind eye to it, using veganism to help me lose weight basically and look like the people on YouTube. That's not to say I also wasn't interested in the health side of things and the animals. I really was, but it was just outshined, outshone by my obsessive desire to lose weight basically and it's also not to say that veganism is mentally restricting for me it was at the time again because I was already mentally restricting before I even found veganism I was always trying to cut out cut out the bad things cut out the binge foods and then I go into veganism which kind of by definition it does cut things out obviously like animal products and so I was cutting that out as well while trying to cut out all these other things like the the chocolates and the sweets and stuff 
I was also trying to eat healthy vegan. Obviously, you can be an unhealthy vegan and just live off Oreos your whole life. But I was trying to also be healthy vegan. So now, like, I'd cut out everything except the whole foods. At that time, it, it wasn't coming from a good place. It wasn't coming from a place of, like, looking after myself. It, as I said, it was about weight loss. So, back to the story. At this time, I'm lifting the restrictions. I'm trying to just eat more like I did when I was a kid or my teenage years. Even kind of stepped a bit further for a while without knowing any of these terms of like food freedom, intuitive eating. It kind of all just fell into place at the time where I even didn't eat the quote unquote healthy version of things for a while. I kind of shunned even trying to be healthy food wise for a while. I just wanted to feel free and just like eat the foods I wanted after years of cutting it out. And I just wanted nothing to remind me of the old days of restricting. Like, I didn't want to go to a health food restaurant where it's just all healthy foods. I didn't want to have the the whole the whole wheat version of something or the the low sugar, low fat version of something. I just wanted to eat quote unquote normal again. Stop trying to be healthy. That phase didn't last like majorly long it was it wasn't like super extreme where I was like I'm just gonna eat cake all the time it was just saying like no to trying to be healthy for a while because I was trying to eat normal for what like what it was like when I was younger the way I used to eat before everything started anyway wasn't tip like wasn't terribly unhealthy it was mostly whole foods but just like had meat and then I had like you know I could have chocolate and stuff so that's how, that's where it was at. And then over time, over the past three years, it's evolved to where it's at now, which is I have started allowing in the healthy, choosing the healthy version of things sometimes. And it's never coming from a place of this is to lose weight. This is to control things. It only happens when I'm like, oh yeah, I'd, I'd kind of like like this lighter or fresher or more nutritious version of something. So I found this amazing place where I can care about nutrition and health again. I can add healthy boundaries if I want. I can say to myself like, you know what, we've had quite a lot of like processed sugar this week. Let's lay off it for the next week. And I can live by these healthy values. Like it is one of my values in life. It always has been to to like feel as healthy as I can, to look after my body, to like have this responsibility to not let it to d- deteriorate faster than it needs to like to really take care of it because taking taking care of your body takes care of your brain which takes care of your mind so it's been amazing to be able to actually care about these things and execute on it without any bad intentions behind it without feeling restricted because like example right where I just said oh lay off the the processed sugar for like the next week back in the day that would have felt so restrictive to me because it would have come from this place of like fear and scarcity. But now if I say it, I'm like, okay, sweet, let's try that out. And there's there's no rigidity to it. Like if two days later I go to someone's birthday party and there's birthday cake, I'm like, well, yeah, I'll have it, obviously. There's these sort of healthy boundaries that aren't so rigid. It's just me protecting myself now in a really good way. And actually lately, kind of coming full circle with this all, I've um in the last like two three months watched a few documentaries around the environment with animal agriculture and then just like for your health as well some new ones and 
because of those, I've sort of got this push to just like lean a little bit back more into trying to make my eating more majority plant-based. So I'm just trying to do like weekdays, lunch and dinner are plant-based. Oh, sorry, lunch, breakfast and lunch, plant-based, dinner, whatever happens, happens. But the things that I order with this like meal delivery service me and my boyfriend do where we like you get the ingredients and then you cook it so we both choose a few recipes each week so now I always choose plant-based ones so some of the dinners are plant-based and then snacks I'm just like whatever weekends I just do whatever I want but generally it's like kind of mirrors the weekdays too so it feels very cool to be able to do that because it lets me do this from a good intention and I get to start embodying more the person I want to be, which is, yeah, someone who cares about their health and allows for those things that she still enjoys, not adding any strict label like vegan to it, because I know that's not what it is, and still getting to sort of like do my part for the environment and some of the animals that I'm saving. But yeah, it feels good for now and I'll see like where it evolves to. It's nothing as strict, nothing as forced. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> so yeah, it's feeling pretty cool. It's definitely been quite a journey. Things have there's been all these ups and downs. And I know for many of my clients I've talked to about this, they've had similar experiences where it was an eating disorder in disguise or yeah, it was just like a reason to be healthy quote-unquote healthy be the healthy one to avoid social outings like dinners to avoid restaurants to restrict under the guise of oh it's veganism and I actually saw that quite a lot when I used to watch YouTube I remember some people would be like outing people for like outing the community saying oh half of the people in this community have like it's rampant with eating disorders and I remember because I was so in it back then I was like no that's like bullshit they're just like hating on vegans <laughs> maybe it was true looking back considering people would just like live on 30 bananas a day or something sounds kind of dodgy to me but anyway that's for them to decide so if any of this relates to you and you kind of feel like you might be in this space of going down a slippery slope with veganism like coming from a bad place where it's harming you more than it's helping you and the planet and animals maybe it's this is a a sort of a sign to like take a break or press pause on it or lift th those rules a little bit find come back to it kind of like I did if you want like when you're in a better state to make that choice to know that you're coming from it from a non-restrictive place that it's actually a place of abundance and love and of course that's all up to you but it's just something to ponder if this has sort of struck a chord with you in any way and again reiterating not hating veganism at all not even trying to encourage people to quit it because I think it's amazing I'm just basically saying that it's more important for you as an individual like for you and your life to be actually healthy and happy than to be quote-unquote healthy like trying to be a healthy vegan and unhappy and stuck in an eating disorder you obviously can be vegan be plant-based and be completely healthy and happy and not having have an eating disorder obviously but if you feel like you are in the bad side of things maybe it's time to just take a break for a bit recalibrate and then dive back in if you ever feel like it it works for you and it doesn't feel restrictive and doesn't feel like it's coming from a bad place. So 
So yeah, I feel like the my experience initially with veganism was great. <laughs> it kind of got me out of a funk, but overall, the more I dove into it, the it it honestly did make my eating disorder worse. Like the worst moments of my eating disorder coincided with the years I was strongly vegan. That is not to say it's going to happen for everyone. Like I'm not trying to turn you off even trying to go vegan. I've heard, actually I've had women DM me saying that it did the complete opposite for them. Like it actually healed them. It got them so much more in connection with their body and what it needed and seeing food as something completely different. I'm just saying my experience was it really just didn't help me. It just really kind of just made things more extreme. It made my mental restriction more extreme. So yeah, I think it's just really just a heads up. Like this was my experience. I've definitely heard it from quite a few other people that when you already have a pre-existing eating disorder, just kind of be wary if you're going to step into trying to be plant-based or vegan because it's adding another layer of restriction depending how you look at it. It is cutting things out and you might already be cutting out a lot of things. You might already feel like you're not allowed to eat things. Now it might even add this layer of guilt, like actual guilt because you're cheating on, like you're you're going against this way of eating, which it did for me as well. And kind of just added like more shame on top of the shame I already had around binging. So if you're going to go into it, just make sure that you take care of yourself, that you're going in for the going into it for the right reasons and not as like another way to control and get a better body or whatever it is like like I did and yeah just watch out for restriction like try to make it as abundant feeling as possible make sure you're taking care of yourself enough calories you are getting all the nutrients you are feeling like you you really aren't cutting out things out of your life you're adding amazing things in you're adding in different types of foods different types of vegetables different types of snacks taking the things that you used to like when you're a meat eater and converting it into something plant-based that's also equally delicious like really take care of yourself but I would love to hear from you guys if any of this is something you're experiencing or you're thinking of or whatever if you have any questions I would love to hear from you in my dms on instagram i'm very curious to hear what other people's experiences with veganism featuring an eating disorder has been like that's it from me i hope you guys have a lovely day and thanks for tuning in and that's the scoop for today i hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life it really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review so if you got a spare minute i would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.